So I have been trying to record uh, this week's episode and I am sitting here looking at the screen and for some reason the Holy Spirit is not releasing me to record what I really wanted to record and so consider this episode a bonus episode because it is unscripted, it is not written or typed out, nothing like that. This is just purely me again with my eyes closed, allowing the Holy Spirit to download into my heart what he really wants to say. Because sisters, I have been trying to type this episode and it ain't working. I mean, I have I have it written down in my journal. I just need to transfer it onto something that I can really read and He's just saying that, no, Kate, this is not the episode for this week. This is not the topic for this week. Rather, this is what I want you to say. And as I sit here and I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, what do you want to say to your daughters? What do you want to share? I am. It's a lot. It's a lot he wants to say. But before we do that, y'all, I just want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. And I want you to know that this episode today, it is going to be someone, somewhere, something that I don't know what I'm saying. All I know is that the Holy Spirit is about to speak to y'all. So let's go. Dear sisters, this is Kate Ekokadezi, and it is great to have you listening. I actually feel like I don't even need to go into a whole lot of my episode because I just, I'm kind of, you know, flabbergasted. Like, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to say to your daughters? Like, can you please just say something? Because I was ready, y'all. I was ready to say something. And he's like, nope, that's not what you're going to type. And I'm looking at it right now. It's like, but it is so good. He said now. So, y'all, since the beginning of January, I have been doing something. Something that I committed to at the beginning of the year because my heart needed it. And where he is directing me to um, talk to you sister to sister today. Today I'm not a coach. I am not the teacher. I am not the therapist. I am a sister like you. A woman, a Christian woman who is navigating life in whatever capacity that you have been uh, commissioned, you have been ordained, you have been given to walk through, you are walking it well. And I just want to share what the Holy Spirit is asking me to share today. And it kind of falls between living surrendered and doing the work and following the promptings of the Holy Spirit and being trusting and obedient to God's word. So as many of you know, I graduated this year, but I'm kind of sort of still in school trying to wrap up my hours for clinicals. And I have been on a journey of uh, discovering the self and really being grounded in the self when it comes to my relationship with the Lord. The past two years found me really uh, doing the motions of 
devotion and motions of Bible study and motions of just checking the box when it comes to the word of God, because COVID happened and then a lot of things happened and then you're trying to do this. And so you're trying to find time. You can find time. And so earlier this year, I committed to doing something that I have never done before. And it was led by the Holy Spirit, which was I committed to doing 30 days in. Now, 30 days in may sound like, ooh, 30 days. Yeah. But in the beginning, I thought it was going to be easy and it turned out not to be easy. I committed to 30 days in a particular book in the Bible. And so I remember I started with Daniel and then I did Hebrews and so on and so forth. And when I started, I was so excited because when I did 30 days in the book of Daniel, I was really battling anxiety and the Lord really worked me out. Like he really did a number on my heart to heal that anxiety through his word. And so after that, then I went into the book of Hebrews and that also was so enriching to see how he could just allow my heart to thrive in his word. And over the past few months, I have done 30 days in and this past month in May, I just completed 30 days in Esther. And you might be wondering where all this is going. When I started this 30 days in project, it was actually going to be a project for you, um, writing these devotionals and being able to put them out in printing form for you to be able to receive and kind of digest for yourself. And it has turned out to be the greatest blessing for me this year. Why do I say that? So I believe that, and I strongly, strongly, strongly believe this, y'all. And yes, I have been through training to become a therapist and so on and so forth. And you can quote me on this if you like. I believe that every single thing that as a godly woman, as a Christian woman, as a woman who is of the faith, as a woman who has a strong relationship with the Lord, I believe that the word of God is more than enough when it comes to our emotional, our mental, and our spiritual well-being. Should I say it again? The Word of God, the Bible, is more than enough when it comes to our emotional, our spiritual, our mental well-being. When my journey of transformation started, it started with the Word of God. When the next level of my evolution started, it started with the word of God. When the next level of my becoming started, it started with the word of God. For every stage, every level that I found myself in, it always started with the word of God. And so when I sit in front of other Christian women and they are encountering very strange and sometimes very hard things in life, I oftentimes want to ask them a few questions just as I had when I was walking through my transformation journey. I want to be able to ask them, how is your relationship with God? What are you doubting? What are the questions that you have for him? Where in your life do you feel God being distant? Where in your life do you feel yourself distancing from God? Why are you distancing from God? What have you done to replace God within your life? What are some of the small gods that have replaced the big God? 
who is throwing you into confusion? And who is that person that is calling you besides the God that you know? So many questions, so many questions, so many questions. And so today when I sat in front of this microphone and I was trying to record the leadership episode that I had in mind, he said, no, I want you to talk about living surrendered and what that looks like. Unscripted, by the way. I said, okay. I have sat here for over an hour wondering, pondering how I'm going to share this message and share it well. And he said, trust me. And so as I sit here, I am reminded that every little thing and every big thing that I have ever done when it comes to my walk with the Lord has not been in my own strength, but it has been in his strength. And just as he equipped me, he can also equip you, dear sister. Whatever the battle is, whatever the struggle is, whatever you need help from, I believe that when you pick up the word of God and you invite him into your heart, he's going to show you through the pages all that you need to know. When I started the 30 days in the Bible, I wanted to basically learn. I wanted to read. I wanted to be able to connect with the Lord. And so 30 days in Esther has been wonderful learning so much about the book of Esther, about Queen Esther, about Mordecai, and so on, that I was able to write 30 days of devotionals from just one book in one month. The biggest lessons that I have learned in the participation of the 30 days in has been that when I open my heart, truly open my heart, and invite God's spirit in, he is more than able to sustain. He is more than able to heal. I have to be the one to open up to him. I, I meet a lot of people these days in, in practice, in, 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 in clinical, all those places. I meet people who are searching and still searching for God. And some people have turned their backs on him because of so many reasons. And some people don't even know what they want to do. But I am a, a, a firm believer and a, someone who is very, very fond of the Bible verse in Genesis that talks about choosing. And choose is actually my favorite word. Because when you choose, you're making a claim. You're staking a claim on something. And oftentimes we don't choose. We just go with the flow. We just, you know, want to be here and we want to do that. And it's kind of like, what are you doing? You can't do two things at the same time. You have to choose. Even your brain, statistically, and their research, multitasking is not a thing because your brain can only do one thing at a time. And so when we think about 30 days in, the principle of 30 days in is so that you commune with the Lord and so that you connect with him. And as I complete 30 days in, I am living surrendered. And so I want to read a snippet of one of the devotionals that I wrote when it comes to the book of Esther on living surrendered, because I think it's a beautiful capture of what it means to live surrendered. And this is from day 28, and it is Esther chapter 9, verses 1 through 17. When you live surrendered, you know your purpose. What a sight to behold as you encounter victory after victory. You are at a place where you have always wanted to be and life is oh so perfect. 
your enemies have been delivered into your hands and you are at it on top of the world on top of the mountain you are living your best life <laughs> you see in the book of esther chapter 9 verses 1 through 17 the jews had victory after victory and god's power was on all of them every jew in the provinces was filled with much strength to conquer Mordecai was very powerful and his power rubbed on others as they also turned him and looked to him to have courage to defeat their enemies. Mordecai became this powerful person as his reputation spread. So when you live surrendered to an authority, you do not operate in your own capacity and in your own volition. You operate from an authority, the God of the universe, your creator. The Jews experienced much victory and in such victory, they encountered temptations. One of such temptations was being the plunder that they saw as they defeated their enemies. Many a times they did not touch the plunder. They had a goal, a purpose, and knew the victory they were experiencing far exceeded a brief moment of pleasure. One was happiness, the other one was joy. They chose joy to go beyond monetary or momentary satisfaction and actually allow themselves to be holy, enough to experience the joy of the Lord. When you live surrendered, there is nothing that satisfies you more than the pleasing of the one whom you are surrendered by. You seek to please him. You seek to be in his presence for there is peace and joy. While no formal instructions were explicitly shared about the Jews and the plunder, the plunder was not theirs to have. You know what belongs to you and to be holy, you must remain and abstain from things that will infect and affect your holiness. The end of the journey is resting, it is feasting and it is joy. That is much more everlasting for your soul than the momentary satisfaction that you will experience that later on will bring pain. Living surrendered is what you need to do when it comes to walking closely with God. I wrote this devotion because I felt it was important for me to take this closer look at Esther and what is in the book of Esther chapter 9. And we can see clearly that they lived surrendered right from Queen Esther to Mordecai and the Jews. They lived surrendered all throughout the book. And so, dear sister, today, just for today, I want to ask you, when it comes to walking holy, do you think that you are way like this is something that you can't achieve? Or do you think that this is something that you can achieve? Because the goal is for you to be as close to Christ as possible. Be like Jesus, my church oftentimes says. Today's message, basically, living surrendered, is you trusting God with all your might, with all your heart, with all your soul. We know that Bible verse. Trusting the Lord to deliver in so many ways. Currently, I am actually going through this season of living surrendered, and it is not pretty, y'all. 
because of my personality and being a very structured and scheduled person, it can be very difficult to navigate living surrendered. But one thing that I have known about living surrendered is that the Lord will never leave you and he will never forsake you. He is always, always with you. Here's what I want you to understand when it comes to your walk as a Christian woman and as a godly woman. You know, asking for help and seeking help, sometimes people know they need help, but they don't want to do it. And so I do believe that when it comes to your walk, you have to lean into the Holy Spirit and ask the Lord to show you exactly what it is that your heart needs for today. For some people, it might be seeking out the support that they need when it comes to taking care of themselves and taking care of others in their home. And for some people, the support is not needed. They are already good. They just need the Holy Spirit. Whatever you need, I just want you to remember this thing. There is something that I have learned in my school uh, in becoming a therapist. And it is this uh, therapeutic approach called person-centered therapy. And I have come to love this approach in therapy because it puts the human being at the center of all things. The discussions that go on, the things that people say, it puts the human being at the center. And what person-centered therapy does is that it recognizes that you are human just as I am human in the therapy room. And so what I bring to the table as a therapist is that I'm going to provide you with a non-judgmental presence. No matter what you say, how you say it, I'm not going to judge you. The second thing is being my authentic self. So being able to share every part of me with my client and being able to know that they receive me just as much as I receive them. The third aspect is empathy. And this is basically showing empathy to everyone I meet. That is person-centered therapy. And I want you to take something from this. For every single person that you meet today, could you just be present with them and not judge them, their motives, why they are emailing you, why they are calling you, all that stuff? Could you just embrace them for who they are and what they are presenting to you? I also believe that there are some things that you need to do as a human being when it comes to seeking help and living surrendered. Sometimes living surrendered is going to have you looking in all sorts of places when the one place that you're supposed to look is right there in his word. So I want to encourage you today that if you do not know, I want you to get a teacher. If you are stuck, I want you to find yourself a godly therapist. If you want to upscale in any area of your life, I want you to get a trainer. If you have potential to do big things and be great. I want you to get a coach. If you're achieving your goals, but you want to take it a step further in your performance, I want you to get a mentor. If you want to be great, then you need to seek wise counsel. If you want to go far, then you have to be a lifelong learner or student. Today, I don't know where the Holy Spirit took the message, all I know is that when he said, Kate, just, just talk, talk to your sisters and let them know what's on your heart. I had to give in and I had to allow you all to sense the urgency and the call in my heart that you don't have to walk around with your head down. 
You have to walk around with your head held high, knowing that you are a child of God and the Spirit of the Lord lives in you. And so when you're living surrendered, you're basically choosing God above everything else in your life. I know what it feels like to walk with the Lord. I know what it feels like to to just be able to experience his word for word for word. And I think you can do that too. Enough with the wimpiness. Enough with the fact that, oh my God, oh my God, why me, why me, why me? Enough with that. It is time to pick up your Bible. It is time to pick up your cross and follow him. And whoever is throwing you into confusion, you know what the word says. He will pay at the appropriate time. You know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, then it's time for you to get a teacher for them to show you. It's time to get a coach. It's time to get a therapist. It's time to get a trainer. Whatever you need, it's time to get somebody so that you can become somebody. And so, dear sister, today's message, I think is for you, that you have to live surrendered. You have to live from a place where your cup is full so that you can pour into other people. It's been a long week for me so far. And I think that's why the Holy Spirit was sensed in my heart is that, Kate, you have done it all today. All today, you have done it all. And dear sister, you have done it all today. You have done everything that you can today. And it's time for you to choose. Choose the word of God. Sit with him. Allow him to feed your spirit with what he is saying. All the things that you hear me saying on this podcast, it's oftentimes things that the Lord has showed me through my journals, through me being obedient and sitting down and allowing him to download into my heart that I get to share with you. There's nothing new under the sun. What I'm doing, someone has done before or someone up and coming will do it better than me. So what is important is that I avail my heart to the Lord and allow him to use me however he can. So on that note, I want you to do something for me. I want you to be free. I want you to choose to be free. I want you to choose to stay free. I want you to choose to live free, being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional women and men of God. And know that as always, wherever you go, you should try and live this life where healed people heal people. And so I want you to go out into the world and heal someone today. I want you to live surrendered. I want you to live whole. I want you to be able to say that, yes, I know Jesus. He is my savior. Yes, I know the Holy Spirit. He is my coach. Yes, I know God. He is my heavenly father. And say that with conviction. Say that with boldness. And be able to say it wherever you go. That you walk with the Lord and his spirit lives in you. And so you're living surrendered. On that note, I love you. Take care of yourself and be good. Until next time. Bye.